Hi everybody, welcome to today's show. For the last three weeks, I was struggling with creating and tapping into something new that wanted to be spoken through me because I realized something that's important and I'm grateful for the lack of the last three weeks of creativity because I realized I was out of a state of surrender. And so that's what the podcast is going to be on today. How to, what is a state of surrender and how do we sustain that state? What does it mean? And for me, what I've realized is with, when I'm in a state of surrender, I am able to maintain a level of higher consciousness that is with me and is seeing the universe through me. So instead of Laura looking out into the universe, there is something else looking out through me that can see the highest good evolving even through what looks like chaos. And in my futility and not able, not being able to create for the last three weeks, I realized that I was looking out of all, at all the chaos through the eyes of Laura. And, in, and not through the eyes of the universal intelligence that is living within me. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Surrendering ourselves away into the cosmic consciousness of our true home of belonging. So how can the vast infinite energy of what we really are surrender. And what are we surrendering to? The vast infinite energy of what we really are is what we're surrendering to. What we are surrendering away is the small you, the identity, the one that's got beliefs and preferences, thoughts, ideas, and that wants to be safe, that has a vocation with fears and needs and desires. We're surrendering away the sense of a separated self, like a wave in the ocean. You are not the wave. You are the ocean from which the wave has arisen from. We're surrendering the irrelevance of all outside activities that are taking our attention away from seeing the world through harmony and a universal intelligence. We're surrendering the irrelevance of all of the things that capture our attention when we're living in the 3D paradigm of the human condition. To use the same metaphor of the ocean and the wave, the ocean doesn't get upset if the wave isn't high enough. The ocean doesn't get upset if the wave peters out before it thinks it should. So as the ocean, seeing life through as the vast, unlimited spaciousness of all that is, there is no judgment on not good enough, not high enough, not smart enough, not higher consciousness enough. There is just a noticing and then a returning back into the state of surrender. Just as I realized I was out of the state of surrender and I was a wave judging myself for not being creative enough, I decided to enter back into the vast spaciousness of the ocean itself, where there was non-duality, where there was no duality. 
and I was surrendering away the experience of experiencing a world through an identity's eyes and instead dropping into experiencing the world as the universe itself. Michael Singer, in his book, The Untethered Soul, has a beautiful chapter on being caged. And he says that there are basically two ways in which we can devote our life. We can, in two ways in which we can live, we can devote our life to staying in our comfort zone, or we can work on our freedom. We can be free. This comfort zone, safety, or freedom. In other words, we can divide, devote our whole life to the process of making sure that everything fits within a limited model, or we can dev- devote our life to freeing ourselves from the limits of the model itself. He uses a metaphor as a caged animal. Like you're going to the zoo and you see a tiger in a small cage and the small cage that this tiger is tightly fitting into causes you to contemplate what it would be like to live the rest of your life out in such a tight confinement. The very thought of it is extremely frightening. But in truth, the confines of your comfort zone create just such a cage. This inner cage doesn't limit your body. It limits the expanse of your consciousness. Because you're unable to go outside your comfort zone, you are in essence locked in confinement. He says that if we examine this, we'll continue to see that we're staying in this cage because we're afraid. The comfort zone is familiar to us. It's beyond the comfort zone is the unknown. And... So often in our lives, as we're in our cage, we don't see it as a cage. We see it as a way of protecting ourselves from harm. For someone else, when we keep ourselves, for someone else looking out from a harmonious, cooperative, responsive, universal energies perspective, living life through them, they could see that when others are living their lives, trying to protect themselves from ever being hurt again, trying to protect themselves from ever being vulnerable or humiliated, that they are in, in a cage, just like that tiger. And that what we're really surrendering to get out of the cage is the paradigm of functioning from the minds and its psyche that the psyche will do all it can to keep us stuck in the cage to feel safe. But for someone living out for universal intelligence, they'll recognize and become aware. Well, they won't even be in the cage, but when they drop back into the cage, they'll become aware that they've put themselves back there again and they'll want to get out. When you truly awake spiritually, Michael Singer continues, you realize you're caged. You wake up and realize that you can hardly move in this tight little space. You're constantly hitting the limits of your comfort zone. You're constantly tense. You're constantly overwhelmed by the stresses of the world or your personal life. You see the world as something that's happening to you personally. 
versus something that is non-personal. You're, when you see the world as personal, you're reacting from a place of being triggered or emotions or feelings that can take you down into the abyss. Why do we do this to ourselves? We've been conditioned to keep ourselves safe. We have these limits on ourselves that were given to us a really, really long time ago. And just like the tiger knows the limits of their cage, we know the limits of our cage when our psyche starts to resist what ising. Our bars, the outer boundary of our comfort zone, are the signals when we come in contact with them that shows us we've come to the edge of our cage and it lets us know in no uncertain terms through the release of fear, discontentment, that we're back in our cage. So going beyond the cage means going beyond your comfort zone. And now that you're truly awoke, awakened, and you see that you dip into the cage, how do you get out? Can you surrender to the edgelessness instead of living your life within edges, confined? When you're in a cage, there's an edge to your existence that keeps you stuck. When you're in a state of surrender, you're not any one person in particular. There's nothing personally happening. You can see the creation of all the things that are happening in this 3D world through an edgelessness, not as a wave, but as an ocean. And as you look out into everything that's occurring, allowing through, through the universe, looking through your eyes, you become a vast, infinite, edgeless, bodiless, timeless, cosmic consciousness that gets curious about what's, what wants to be, what wants to be emerged. And you participate in the creation of that emergence as a higher consciousness. So I was thinking about what I had awoken spiritually and I saw my cage. And as I was contemplating this podcast, I had realized that, you know, as we all experience trauma in our lives, we have trauma. We have trauma. You know, we repress it, we suppress it, and then trauma arises again and slaps us in the face. And eventually, for some of us, we get some help. We go to therapy and we learn trips tricks and tools and techniques and that's all good but there's more because sometimes in therapy what you're learning about is how to maintain a state by working within yourself when something triggers you but you're working it as a 3d person you're working it as an individualized aspect of a psyche or of a mind that is experiencing an experience that it doesn't like. And although you receive modalities 
to escape the trigger that makes you realize you're in a cage. If you stay in the 3D reality, even after the trigger is no longer, you're still in a cage living in a limited sense of the mind and the psyche. You're still trying to avoid certain experiences or when you can be with specific experiences in a way in which you can handle and get out of them. If you stay within not a universally vast spaciousness, consciousness, and instead dive back into your next opportunity to be, to be triggered by an event that happens in the 3D world, then you're still in a cage. And so then we might go on to other modalities and start to learn how to meditate and become less and less of a person and more and more of that vast energy, that high frequency. And we begin to slip in and out of non-duality and then slip back into duality. And we're aware that we're slipping back and forth into these two realities. And then we say, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Why can't I stay here? And we realize we're back in our cage. And we realize we're back into the state of non-surrender. Surrender is giving yourself over to a higher level of consciousness, to a higher energy over and over and over again. In this 3D reality, where even though you have ways in which to untrigger yourself, if you are still operating after the trigger from a place of mind, then you are still in the cage. You are still living out your life when you're not triggered in a non-surrendered state of mind. You are the center of your universe in this paradigm. The fourth dimension is one of creativity, is where we develop new ideas and insights. However, even in this land of ideas and insights, we have the opportunity to spin them the way in which the personal self wants them to be. You can see that being played out on TV every day. So I'm going to take the same experience of the trauma and look at it from a 5D perspective where there is simply no more duality. And we remember that we're all one playing a game of forgetfulness and separation in order to explore the experiences of being human. We get to shake hands with the chaos that's living in the earth, knowing that as we do, we all agreed to our different roles before slipping through the veil of forgetfulness to enter into our human lives. But as we bring the five-dimensional experiences of living as a higher consciousness down to earth, it isn't easy. So as one that might go through trauma, as we all do, we experience trauma and trauma and trauma. And then we, be, we, be, we go to therapy or not, or we surrender in a meditation to a greater consciousness and we study philosophy 
where we have a moment of just where the veil is lifted and you're awakened. You are aware now that you've surrendered to something greater that will reorganize our lives in a way that is unimaginable to us, that will make our jaws drop in a state of awe and grace as we experience immense gratitude and joy flowing through ourselves. And we realize that not only are we a participant to this magic, we are the creator of it as well and the witness to it occurring. And we're going to want to live there more and more often, shout it out at the rooftops, immerse ourselves in it, demonstrate it to others, become it through and through. And now, when we see the way in which we can operate from the fifth dimension, we're always in a far better position to tackle anything that comes along and challenges us. We begin to radiate the frequency of these higher consciousness in a way that overrides the obscurity and the manipulation of the third and the fourth dimension. So now, as we see ourselves surrendered, we become aware that there is also something else that's aware of our awareness. And we surrender to that. We are surrendering to that which is aware of our awareness. And instead of seeing ourselves as in 3D, when we're not triggered, yet we're still living in a cage, when we're constantly living in this surrendered state, aware of something that's aware of our awareness, then we're now living as an intermingling and an interconnected state of being that is consistently filled with celestial energy of the divine. Meaning it's both human and higher consciousness living together. This 3D, we know we're human in a body and we've got to navigate our way through the world. We've got to drive to work. We need to go to the grocery store and buy our food. But as the 5D, we're also aware that we are the awareness itself. And we give up needing to control the chaos that we've participated in. And we allow the information and the data through which we have access to in a five-dimensional world to infuse us with the intimate knowledge we crave of love, beauty, compassion, coherence, integrity, harmony, and joy. And again, once we see that the experiences that our 3D self is having and we integrate it with the direct knowledge of our five-dimensional selves living in a state of higher consciousness, we can start to radiate the frequencies of these qualities that override the chaos that is happening. If we are immersed only in the 3D, we can only ever operate and function from the level of mind, of physical, logical, and oftentimes very harsh reality. When we live consciously in both human form and insightfulness and ideas and creativity, we have the choice to focus on the ideas that bring us joy from which we get to manifest. In other words, living in 3D and 4D, but we're still opened to manipulation 
and falling back into a state of non-surrender. It only takes one flick of the TV channel on the remote to find something that can send your mind into a state of fear. So it is imperative and we are being called to living in the coherent, compassionate, harmonious level of consciousness, of pure awareness itself. You are a cosmic consciousness. You are not a wave. You are the ocean itself. So we are being called to maintain a relationship to and consistency as living as a higher consciousness amongst the irrelevance of all outside activities. So as a human also living in this world, you find yourself triggered by something. Stop and take a moment and relax until we stop and remember and return to the five-dimensional perspective. Take a walk, dance, enjoy, meditate. Allow whatever wants to be present to the conscious mind and realize that all is as it should be. We are processing and releasing a lot of emotions as we see all the current circumstances, but we realize that all is as as it should be during this awakening process for the collective and for our planet. It is beyond our level of understanding, and we're okay with that because we're surrendered to the uncertainty. We don't need to know why. We just know what is ising. We are present to it. We have released resistance to it. And we won't get back in the pool and draw and, and swim over to the deep end where we get lost and submersed into the noise. And instead, we draw on our mastery of maintaining a very elevated state of being. Because the fifth dimension is about being the light for which others are seeking. Including the aspect of ourselves when we forget and dip back down into 3D. We are the light and it is our job to radiate it as a frequency because this is what we are and when we get beyond the current paradigm of 3d and become the solutions we seek we become more committed to living out as our lives as the highest frequencies as this is what we are contributing to society as we face the chaos below and We are holding that space for others to join us as they go through their own processing experiences. And the more we learn to stay in this 5D experience and allow the universal eyes to to see the world through that space, through the eyes of pure godliness and potential, then the better we can work with everything that's arising before our consciousness. 
the better we could become the sparkling light of illumination. The better we can become unity consciousness, which is contagious. So let us, let us surrender over and over and over again. Because in that state of surrender, it will be carried through this this time of difficulty. We won't be dragged down, but we'll be lifted up. And something new is already occurring. The opposite side of surrender is not surrender. How do you sustain a state of surrender? Surrender again. Practice surrender. Practice being the light because that is what you are. Live today and every day as an example of the benevolent celestial hybrid being that you are. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for listening to Everyday Awakening. How can today awaken you to the greatness that lives within? To ask a question, suggest a topic, or contact us, please email us at everydayawakeningpodcast at gmail.com. If you really like our show, please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a few friends. 